This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, let's sum up how the day in Washington, D.C. went, because it was the first day of testimony in the House's impeachment hearing. It's ended now, but there are more hearings to come. Today, we heard from two State Department officials, a man named William Taylor and George Kent. They testified for more than five hours today. Let's find out what happened and what we can expect in the days ahead. Joining us now is Reggie Cicchini, our global news radio producer in Washington, D.C. Hi, Reggie. Long time no talk to Good afternoon. All right, let's talk about what happened today. Who did we hear from and why? Well, we heard from uh, two people who are active members in the State Department. George Kent, who is uh, the uh, Deputy Acti- uh, the deputy um, Secretary of State. And then we had uh, Bill Taylor, who is the Acting Ambassador to Ukraine. Both of them are very caught up in this uh, kind of situation involving the President, his phone call to Ukraine. Both of them providing uh, corroborating information to what the whistleblower had originally brought forward. And one of them even bringing some new information to the table today. So it was kind of an action-packed political day in Washington. What was that new information brought to the table? So Ambassador Taylor actually brought forth some new information about a phone call that his staffer says that he overheard, uh, which was involving President Trump and the European Union Ambassador Gordon Sondland the day after President Trump's call with Zelensky from Ukraine. And in this phone call, uh, the president was talking about uh, the investigations into Biden. And when the staffer went to approach Ambassador Sondland, uh, he actually said, what does the president think about Ukraine right now? And he said, all he cares about is the Biden investigation. So it's just kind of further uh, uh, testimony and further proof that for the Democrats uh, that the president was simply trying to move his political, uh, personal political motives uh, above that of the country. Right. And so what the purpose of these hearings is to do what then, Reggie? So the purpose of these hearings is to kind of uh, advance the impeachment hearing process that Democrats started with these behind-closed-door uh, testimonies over the last couple of weeks. Ultimately, what they're going to do is hear from upwards of a dozen people. Some of them we've already heard from before. Some of them will be new to the list. All of the testimony will be made public. It'll be compiled into documents and handed to the Judiciary Committee, who will ultimately be uh, tasked with drafting articles of impeachment to vote on. So this is kind of just the next step in the phase, uh, just instead of being behind closed doors, it's now presented for the public to be able to shape their opinion. And what does the other side have to say? Because I know that the Republican lawyers also get a chance to ask some questions, but what is their take on this? Well, I mean, look, during the closed door hearings, which are a part of the process, which happen, you know, in each of the two uh, preceding impeachments that have ha- happened in the United States, uh, Republicans cried out saying that this was an improper way of doing things. It wasn't fair to members of Republican side of the Congress for not being able to uh, ask questions. Now that they're in an open hearing, Republicans are decrying this as a sham and something that shouldn't be happening in the first place. So they used their opportunities today, both between their own questions and counsel questions, to push conspiracy theories and draw back uh, debunked theories about Ukraine's involvement in the 2016 election. It was exactly what Democrats anticipated Republicans doing, so they were very laser-focused when Democrats came to asking their questions. Okay, but there's more people to hear from yet. There are more people to hear from. On Friday, we will hear from the recalled ambassador to the United, uh, to the Ukraine, uh, Marie Ivanovich. She had testified behind closed doors that she was fearful of President Trump. He had described her as bad news and said that she should watch her back uh, based on uh, you know information that he was given from Rudy Giuliani. We're actually going to hear on Friday from the person who overheard that phone call uh, with President Trump that was introduced today. And then next week, we'll hear from uh, more people who were behind closed doors, up to and including someone like Colonel Vindman, who gave... Apologies for that. Who gave... 
some of the uh, more uh, uh, kind of damning information into President Trump when he was behind closed doors. Okay, so I get the sense then a lot of this is just uh, bringing together all the information that we've kind of heard in little trickles up until now. Absolutely. I mean, over the last month or so, there have basically been something like 2,500 or 3,000 pages of depositions that have been released, and people just don't have time to go through that kind of information. So this is an opportunity to put a face to the words, to allow the American public to kind of get a glimpse as to what's been going on behind closed doors. And ultimately, it gives uh, Democrats and Republicans an opportunity to explain their take on the story, because we're heading into an election period, and this is ultimately going to wind up in the Senate's hand in the very beginning stages of next year's election. Oh, boy. Okay. So what has the president had to say about this today? Well, earlier in the day, uh, the president's actually speaking right now. He, he just a couple of minutes ago called this you know, a sham and a witch hunt and a hoax and a joke. Uh, and he used those same words earlier today when he was sitting in the Oval Office. Much earlier in the day, he uh, called this on Twitter another witch hunt. He said the people who were uh, doing this testimony today uh, called them never Trumpers, despite the fact that they are career diplomats under Democratic and Republican presidents. And simply said, read the transcript. And this one drives me uh, a little bonkers every once in a while because the White House did not release a transcript. They released an edited summary of a phone call. So why don't they just release the transcript? Well, I mean, look, we, we had Colonel Vindman uh, during his closed door testimony uh, kind of fill in the blanks to what the ellipses were inside that uh, White House phone call. We know from the president speaking just a few minutes ago that he anticipated that he uh, is going to release a, a second transcript from his first phone call with Ukraine's president, says he's going to do that tomorrow, but he's been saying this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, we're not quite sure what's going to be in that phone call and how it might be related to this second phone call that but, they had, but this is how the president's trying to change the channel and sidestep things because, again, moving the goalpost further away is what happens when people start to advance on you. I guess I, what I don't understand about that is the original release of the edited transcript was from the White House anyway, so why wouldn't they have edited that one in the best possible light for them, and why would the real thing make that better? Well, but these are questions that we've been asking uh, members of the White House who simply just don't respond to things. They say, look, these, th this was edited because this is, you know, this is how things are done, uh, despite the fact that the National Security Council said that they were alarmed at the fact that this was edited and put into this secure uh, uh, server system uh, inside the State Department. So uh, there are questions that are uh, still unanswered about the original uh, non-transcript transcript and what this potential new transcript for could be. At the end of the day, all of the information that was in that White House summary was corroborated. Operated, uh, from the whistleblower complaint and from the number of people who have come forward to testify. So this is only starting to uh, creep in on the president's shoulders Ooh. and will likely bother him and his administration for the next coming weeks. Ooh, sure sounds like it. All right, Reggie, thank you so much for that. I understand it much better now that we've talked I to you. I try to break it down <laughs> as easy as I can, and it still ends up sounding convoluted. No, no, no. You did a great <laughs> job. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks so much, Reggie Cicchini, our global news radio producer in Washington, D.C.